Ulf here. Today I'm talking to Maury Rogoff, founder and CEO of RIP Media Group. Maury tells me that shortly they will be able to personalize a video that addresses you by name. Wow. So I know your time is, is precious, and I'm just going to start by saying congratulations. Thank you. Truly appreciate that. That's, it's an amazing time. And it's, well, everybody with kids gets it. Everybody mm -hmm. without kids has no idea. And I was one of the guys without kids before a month ago. Yeah. This is so worth it. This is so cool. Now, I read that you were an actor. Was that kind of how it started and you slipped in the production or did it kind of work together? So me doing acting and I, I do a little bit really for our own videos right now, more for fun, just uh -huh. to kind of keep my chops up a little bit. I had no experience in production, no experience acting, no experience behind the scenes at all. But I wanted to. And the only experience I had as a kid growing up in Pittsburgh, mm -hmm, Pennsylvania, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. it was so far away. I mean, you know, George Romero and, you know, Night of the Living Dead was the movie. Oh, you know what yes. I mean? Like that, he oh, was yes. from Pittsburgh. They oh, filmed yeah. there. That was huge. So my whole life, I've wanted to learn. I wanted to be a part of this. But I spent, you know, 20 years helping businesses grow. So I was in sales. I was in marketing. Um, and I always felt like if I can tell a good story and be honest and truthful in doing so, I'll never starve. I won't be hungry. You know, I mean, I saw just so many people, they, you know, they're losing their house, they're losing their other homes. Yeah, yeah. So I felt like, you know, let me go out there and into the world. And if I can do something that's valuable, it sort of morphed its way into, you know, I'll do kind of what I'll call storytelling for businesses. But I really had that itch and that desire just to get here to Los Angeles, get here to right, Hollywood right. and see what it's all about. So acting was, in my mind, the best place to learn. I right. didn't know anything. And it was really interesting. And, um, and I learned what that was like. But I really felt like, as an actor, you are doing the same thing, you know, 20 times in a row. Mm -hmm. You've got to get the same mm -hmm. marks. And it wasn't quite this loose, freewheeling creativity that I thought it would be for me. But it's a good place to get into it because you see so much of what's going on. You can start figuring out the big picture and see where you can fit in. Is that kind of... Very much, very much. Yeah. Now, I didn't know at that time that I wanted to be, you know, a producer. I was thinking I'd be a talent manager or something along those lines. But once I was there, you know, and I'm doing the, you know, and again, for a lot of indie films, I was speaking, doing my thing. But I was like, I'd rather be that guy, I think. Like the director, mm -hmm. he seems to have the cool job. Here. Yes. So I thought, well, let me try that. So, mm -hmm. and so it was really that exploration for, you know, three, four, five years. I did everything. I did stand-up comedy. Mm -hmm. I was right. just learning everything I could. So it was right. a really cool experience. But during that, there was a writer's strike, which really shut the industry down. Oh, yeah. And writer's strike, economy crashes, yeah. real estate mm -hmm. crashes, stock market crashes, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. a lot of how I was kind of supporting myself. I'm like, okay, I've got to turn around. I right. actually have to make a living. What can I do? Yeah. So I just turned back to my, some of my corporate clients and said, can I tell your story in a, little, in a visual way? I got paid nothing for the first few projects. And they turned out really well. I actually told a story visually. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. we did a little movie, like a little documentary, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. That you probably, at this point, you've seen, you know, hundreds of or thousands of. And then in 11, I said, you know what? I got to deal with it. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but <laughs> I have to deal with actors and light. And what if this person gets sick and this person doesn't show or it rains yeah. or something yeah. like that? I was like, yeah. this whole live production thing is starting to, it's, it's really intense. So I said, what if I do animation? So mm -hmm. then I said, I don't know anything, but I wonder if it's the same script, 
storyboard, mm-hmm. you know, actors. Well, I can create the actors because they're animation. Or, right. You know, right. all these things. So we moved into animation now. So let's fast forward, you know, six, seven years later. Now we've done a thousand projects, right? I've right. got, you know, nine, not probably 900 of them are actually animations. We still right. still do live. Right. But most of them are animations. We, you know, oh, I need a helicopter. Well, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll draw a helicopter. We'll make right. that happen. You right. Know? right. So, we, so we've done these and the projects are you know, a month to three months, which is about my attention span. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I totally, I don't say I lucked into it. It wasn't luck at all. I really fought hard to make it work. But luckily, the internet sped up. Mm-hmm. YouTube got popular. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, literally sped up. So mm-hmm, you could watch mm-hmm. videos. Yeah, across yeah. Well, a lot more competition now, too. Yeah. But that helps you to hone your skills. What can you do that's better than what they are doing? So That's really well said, because that's what we're trying to do for our customers. You know, I always say, what's the stuff? What's the stuff that's different mm-hmm. in, in you? And people, what's the stuff? Well, what's what's sexy, what's touching, uh-huh. what's unique, right. what makes you funny, or what elicits fear in the hearts and minds of the viewers, right? right. So that was kind of the, the mantra that I went with. So we do that for ourselves. Just one way to compete, a big one, is to lower the prices. That is a constant struggle. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I've got a, a solid conversation on this I have with my team all the time. And the one thing that we found out is, if you know, this production and what you do, it's a race to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens if you win? You're at the bottom. I decided a couple of years ago not to do that. You know, we're 10000 30000 mm-hmm. you know, for our work. And I thought that was a great middle ground that really worked for a while. But then India, Pakistan, uh-huh. Philippines, they're coming in, they're saying $800. Yeah. The folks at the bottom have just, you know, the, they're literally bottom feeders because it look, they put their best work out there, mm-hmm. people buy it, and they're never satisfied because endless revisions, right? Because people, yes. the creativity doesn't yes. transfer across cultures. Right. Um, you know, you have 12-hour time differences, and I'll say this because I tried. I tried to work with people because they're, you know, 3 $4 an hour American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why not give it a try? Could not get anything that was useful at all. Right. So I put mm-hmm. us in that middle ground there. I stick to it. Mm-hmm. I pack in as absolute, um, you know, as high value as possible into that price point as I possibly can. Are you an ideas man or an action man or a little bit of both? I definitely come up with ideas and I'm I'm sort of the guy that my team looks at and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Can we do that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be great. Can we do this? How can we do this? Right. All right. If I got about 80% of it or maybe 70%, yeah, we can do it. Then it's let's do it. I mean, I want to make sure it makes sense. But if we got it covered, we've done similar things. Absolutely. We can mm-hmm, cover it. Mm-hmm. We've never failed. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding. Like right. we've never failed. We didn't want something 3D. We want some you know, as uh, virtual reality, we'll make it happen. I mean, right, it's really right. fun that yeah. way. I'm still very hands-on. My, my title is CEO, but really I look at myself as executive producer. I did every job, you know, when I started this place seven years ago, come up with the ideas. We have this ideation session that we that I call the idea factory. We lead the conversation either with the client or without. It's very visual. I love those sessions, and I'm definitely involved in as many of those as possible, if not every one. Have you noticed your attitudes towards your client changing depending on your confidence in what you're doing? How much do you uh, let your client dictate? That's a really delicate question that you asked there mm-hmm. because I might have clients that listen to this, you know, candidly. And yeah. you know, I always, I want to have the attitude. Right. My, my customer's always right. Right. But here's the side, here's the other side of that coin. So they're paying us for our expertise. So I want them to get our expertise. Mm-hmm. Now, they haven't done this before. Or they haven't done it in the way that we do it. Much more creative, much more visual, a mm-hmm. real story being told. Do you feel that you have to read between the lines and 
listen to what they really want. What is different? What makes them unique? What makes them better, stronger, faster? Mm -hmm. How can they stand out? And then it's also at the other end, everybody roots for the underdog. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be the underdog. We rooted for Rocky Balboa. We root for Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. These guys mm -hmm. weren't, you know, the big bad champion. Mm -hmm. In fact, we're mm -hmm. rooting against the big bad champion. We right. love the underdog. And every story that's out there, it's, it's the hero's journey. So people have to start thinking as a company, how can I create the hero's journey for my own company, my brand, my product, my service? But it's all about the result. Now, explainer videos, it's so easy to make a bad one. And it's basically, I have pain. Here's my dream. Here's the solution. Yeah. And you know what? Nobody cares about right. that anymore because right. it's a boring story. You know, the, the most fun for me are the charities, are the nonprofits. I mean, mm -hmm. they're, they are doing everything they can to help the world. They have such a tough time because they exist. They have no product to sell. They're fundraising. Right, right. You know, it's so hard. So yeah. when I think about yeah. the work we did with Imagine LA or Alliance for Education, you know, they raised, you know, based on, they showed our video at a big banquet. They raised hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, in one night, we take our video and we, we cut it down to those 15 and 30s. We create graphics, things like that, that they can use. And all of a sudden that video lives on for the next year or two years. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. this, you know, create once, repurpose everywhere. Have you seen that there has been a steep incline in production effects, sound, color? Have you noticed a change, shall we say, in the last five years? This last five years, a lot of changes. Right. And I'm, I'm already looking to the future. So we have some cool things coming out over the next year to try to keep our customers ahead of the game. Over the past five years, it went from me trying to convince people that video is worthwhile right, right. to... We got 10 bids, how are you different? And what I'm getting is a lot of calls from prospective customers saying, our competition has this, we wanna do the same thing. Uh -huh. And to me, that's a head slap. Like, why? No, like the same thing in their mind is, I need a whiteboard animation that has that ding dong music yes. and a male voice. Yeah. No, no, you don't, you don't want to just copy what your competitor you does. You wanna stay ahead. You want to stay ahead. You've got to be different. You've got mm -hmm. to stand out. You've got to be different. It's How do you stand out? That's like the big, big question because I'm that guy. I All don't right. sleep. If I have something noodling on me, I can't sure. sleep. So I'm always looking for the next best thing. I look at what's coming into me. What, what's the marketing material? What are the things, the trends that people are trying to sell my company? Second thing is what do my customers need? They know they have a problem. They just don't know how to fix it. The thing I ran into is the time to figure out What's the next thing? There are thousands and thousands of websites out there. You come across a website, you go, oh my God, I have never seen anything like it in my life. I need that. And then trying to break it down, what made it cool? You have a guy or someone who says, you know, find something that's really cool and see if we can use it. We want all of our customers to have that. We want right. our customers to, to, to have that product out. that you gave oh, yeah, them, that have, thing. To sure, have sure. that aha. Oh, yeah. People visit them, ah, this is great, I have right. to have it. Right. Now, here's, here's, the, here's the other side of that, and this is back to your customer question. A lot of people don't have the guts to do that. Right. You know, we're now you know, doing interactive video. Mm -hmm. We're now doing personalized video, which is one of the things that I've created that I think is the coolest thing in the world. But people don't have the, uh, my job's on the line here. There's a right. bunch of people waiting for my yeah. job if I don't do yeah. this right. So they're yeah. scared. They can have amazing results. Mm -hmm. You know, go to that edge, try to take a risk, you know, use the rules that I've created, you know, that sexy, touching, unique, funny, fear, you know, be relatable, you know, be the underdog. I mean, there's basic rules 
of a story that people can follow. It mm-hmm. also depends on the market. Now, my one of my mantras is also, we're not here to make the quote viral video that right. pleases everybody and everybody's laughing about it. Right. What we're really trying to do is find the five or 10,000 people that will buy your product or service and talk directly to them. Right. They do care about what's in it for me. Mm-hmm. And if the CEO is talking about himself and his company and this and that, people can't relate to it, forget it. Nobody's going to watch. And then it's a waste of money. I mean, the best commercial, the best video, the best movie does two things. One is, you know, keeps you interested mm-hmm. because you can relate to it. I can relate to this person, this character. And then the other thing is, it gets you asking, what happens next? Are you always looking forward, looking for the next thing? Very very much looking forward, to be yeah. honest with you now. But that said, we have evolved. We have all the ideas that we pitched. The people mm-hmm. said, that's amazing. But no, my CEO is just mm-hmm. not going to go mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. So we have this whole vault of unused, really fantastic ideas, mm-hmm. yeah. and concepts that we dig into every now and then. And I guess music is a large part now. Is music something you start with early or? When the budgets are larger, we actually start as early as possible. So we have mm-hmm. composers that we bring in. Mm. A composer can be is right. a guy now yeah. with a keyboard you know, yeah. and amazing software. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what happens is we have to go to libraries mm-hmm. and you know, buy affordable tracks. And that's why you're hearing that same sing-song little yeah. doodad yeah. thing because yeah. there's a couple of libraries out there and for 15 bucks, everybody buys one of the same 10 tracks. Right. Right. To me, that's a shame. It's, right. it's real shame. We really try to dig deeper and get something more unusual um, that'll really stand out in, in memory. And I love what you said about going back to, candidly, I think it's your teenage years. Chris Rock, the comedian, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he said, Whatever music you were listening to at your first sensual experience yeah. is the favorite music uh, yeah, for the rest yeah. of your life. And what are the trends you are seeing? And how sure are you of that? No, the first question I love. The second one, come on. <laughs> I, just, I see a trend towards, I'd say, our age groups, mm-hmm. which lean back and watch video. Mm-hmm. Right? We lean back, we watch a movie. We lean back, we watch TV. We lean back. Well, guess what? Every millennial and beyond or, you know, and younger who are going to be the decision makers in the next two to 15 years are completely lean in. So mm-hmm. what I think the trend is, it's completely more interactive mm-hmm. video, you know, mm-hmm. multiple choice endings, mm. you know, touch here, get this. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. learn more information as I'm viewing Netflix. Apple is going to be coming out with one. I'm doing it with my market, which is marketing video, explainer videos, you know, and getting the word out there on our own platform, basically. There's a second part of that trend. I call it PIV, personalized interactive video. Mm-hmm. The first part is personalized. So there's no better sound any human than their own name. Right. And there's no better you know, story than something that was created for you. Right. So right. what I'm doing is I'm creating my videos now basically in sections. So I have certain sections that I can interact with and pull out. So Ulf gets Ulf's video, Bob gets Bob's, Jane gets James, and Maria gets Maria's video, literally with your own name in it, mm-hmm. targeted to you, your email address, or your landing page on mm-hmm. a website, and I've got it figured out. So to me, that's the trend. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. I've got my project we're rolling out in two weeks with personalized interactive videos. I got some really, really cool test customers, you know, that are going to be mm-hmm. doing this with us. The video and interactive goes to the, the touch points, mm-hmm. but also VR, augmented reality, to me, is all in the same package there. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. The second question you asked me is, how do I know? Mm-hmm. I don't. 
Right. I don't all, I right. don't know, right. but I'm, I'm hoping it is because I think it's very cool. I've right. made a lot of good bets and I've, I've had a lot of failures right. too. Right. I've created products that didn't take off, but I've created products that did. You know, a lot of these things that we're talking about are in my book. It's called Rise of the Entrepreneur. And mm-hmm. I think an mm-hmm. entrepreneur is somebody that starts their own business, but it's also everybody that's listening to this that is a producer because you are now you're your own brand. You're your own company. You're your own mm-hmm. person. You've got to create something. And I do it in a very fun and cute story. It's a parody of Star Wars, the original Star okay. Wars, right? Okay, all right, all right. So I've got, I've got Luck and Solo. Luck, everything he touches turns to gold. And then Solo, he just wants to be on his own. He's uh, a rogue. Yeah. You know, yes. but these get together, create a product, and they fly around the galaxy trying to sell it. They fail miserably. Right. They get, they get sent to a, a guy named Master Quota. Master Quota gives them the, the tips of the sales force. So they okay. they go through the training that, and it works out pretty well. So it's very fun. And, it, you know, you've got an hour flight. You're going from Portland to, you know, San Francisco or right, something right. Before, before a meeting. And you read this, you're ready to roll. You know, you pick up tips right off the bat. And it's very fun and entertaining. So that I wanted to, people to know about. You, you are looking at hiring people. Is that true? Yes, we are looking to hire. In this market, things are growing and we need better and better people. And I need a couple producers focused a little bit more on visual storytelling. You mm-hmm. know, animation would be fantastic. People that can do, you know, a good design board, storyboard, you know, map it out. And then again, we have the animators. We have, you know, folks that will bring it to life. But I need people that can really bring a visual story to life. And we're also looking for somebody that's doing more, you know, going to be doing demand generation. So, you know, lead generation, that kind of thing on the marketing side. But a couple of good producers I would definitely talk to. So if okay. there's anybody out there interested, well, let me know. Do you have any Final words, what do you have to say to people out there, whether they're podcasters, producers, passionate? Was there a click moment? The answer to, for podcasters, for producers, you know, everybody listening is find your passion and make your passion your life. I think you have because you're listening to this. That's why you're listening to this. And there are people out there that are doubters, you know, that you got to get a safe job, this and that. If you're truly passionate about it and you're good at it, you can't just mm-hmm. have one or the mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. You've got to be good at it. Mm-hmm. If you're passionate about it, do everything you can to succeed, and you'll have a really happy life. You know, that's not a, not a business guy talking. It's just me. I agree. Well, it's good talking to you. Nice talking to you, too. The Passionate Producers podcast is produced twice a month for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at ulfvo.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at UlfVO. You will find all the links and show notes on my website.